Thank you for tuning in to Tropical Currencies Podcast, the owner of OPM Investments. If you don't already do so, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at OPM underscore investments and Twitter at investments OPM. I give out free daily picks and I have multiple different subscription options and over 16 different sports. So if you already do, I appreciate you. But if not, jump right on that. Today, we're going to go over a few topics. We're going to go over the PFL fight card from last night where I went six and one. And we're going to get into details on what happened fight by fight. Next, we have Julio Jones and Roddy White sued by a medical marijuana firm for money laundering and fraud by Genetics LLC. And then we got top wide receivers to watch for for their second season. And we'll go over the week one on September 9th. So stay tuned and be ready for all this. Going right into it, we're going to go over the PFL fight card from last night. On the 13th, we had overall, we picked seven fighters. And after doing intense research and all these, I felt comfortable in all the bets that I placed. And overall, it all paid off because I ended my night going six and one. And one of my main, main fights that I was mostly upset about was Clay Gollin. And he got robbed. Third round decision. He actually was my only loss I had of the night. Um, Unanimous decision. Overall, I didn't really agree with a lot of it, but... Sometimes it's just the name of the game and some of the rule books and the judge card is the whole other thing. But besides that one L we took, the fight itself still went. In my opinion, I felt like Clay's boxing was phenomenal for the first two rounds, but the judges did not view that the second round was his. But moving on from him, we had Espinadas, and I know I said that wrong, but he won in the very first round with a weird naked choke and that was just nasty on how he was so quick to cover that up next we had um magid kusatid he won from the third round he won from unanimous decision but that was a card that i was a little nervous about because i really felt like it should not have went to round three but you know he got the job done he paid us out you know can't wait to see him on the next card Next, we had um, Mercer, and he again, he was also a third round decision. He took that. uh, I was a little nervous throughout that fight, but he still actually was able to take it. So he did do a lot more damage in the first round, and I truly thought he was going to finish it by round two. But, you know, he still covered for us. He handled his business, and we were more than happy with that. Next, we had... uh, Cooper and that was a first round KO and that was just nasty the man had him straight up against the fences and he was just swinging some hammer fist and he just knocked the man out cold um lastly the man the legend the Hawaii knave we had Cooper the third and this is his third appearance at the championship he was the previous winner from the last one Due to COVID, obviously all this got postponed, but Cooper, this is his third 
time. And overall, that man is an animal and people cannot sleep on him. He has done time and time again, proven himself. And he is just overall a well-rounded fighter. Going right into the next topic, we got the NFL wide receivers for their second season to keep your eye out for. First one we have is Jerry Judy for Denver. He's definitely someone that you're going to have to keep your eyes on. I'm really going to be consistent with looking at player props when it comes to Jerry. Next, you have Chase Claypool for the Steelers. After that, you have Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. You have T. Higgins for the Bengals. CeeDee Lamb for the Cowboys, and Darnell Mooney for the Bears. I feel like every single player that I've named off here is someone that you are definitely going to have to watch, and you don't even have to take my word for it. You would just keep on looking at it three months from now and see how well they do. I think a lot of these players are pretty promising, and I'm excited to see how well they can kind of kick off. If you're still here with me, I would just want to say thank you for listening and thank you for coming to Tropical Currencies Podcast, owner of OPM Investments. If you want free plays of the day or in just general, see how well I do, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. If you go to Twitter, you can find me at Investments OPM. And if you go to Instagram, I'm OPM underscore investments. I'm always posting free picks. And if you also go to my Discord link in any one of my platforms, you can see all my testimonials, my weekly earnings. You can also see the injury updates for players as well as sport news. And if there's any type of discussion, comments or topics you want me to talk about next time, feel free to message me 24-7 about something you want me to go over and talk about. Tropical Currency is always trying to improve ourselves and get OPM Investments name out there. So we appreciate every single one of you listening. Hopefully you'll enjoy these next two parts of our segments. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Going right into the next topic, we had Julio Jones and Roddy White being allegedly sued for money laundering and fraud. According to Larry Brown Sports, He says that Julio and White allegedly sold over hundreds of pounds meant to be sold illegally was sold on the black market. The company is named Genetic LLC, hired a man named John Van Beet, and he allegedly failed to give them business related paperwork for violation and was let go in the early 2021. Genetics thinks that Jones and White went behind the company's back to go work with Van Beat since his experience and time working for the company. Apparently, they feel like the three of them all met up and decided to go ahead and sell hundreds of pounds to go ahead and profit for themselves. One of the main acts of crime that they're trying to present is the fact that they think that Van Beek disconnected cameras in the facility and prevented new managers from entering around and that was the main complaint but they also say that when they were going through inspections and going through all their paperwork that over 22 harvests were looted and the price value was over three million dollars that they feel like the three of them had to split evenly but Overall, I know Julio and 
uh, White have been playing together for over five years or were playing together for five years. But this is just the beginning because you know out there in California that there's all those different types of licenses and regulations and rules. Overall, I feel like what happened was these three just got caught with their hands in the cookie jar, but there's still going to be so much more publicity on this. There's going to be a response. You're going to hear both all three are going to be given their statements and how they feel. This is just the beginning of something that can be a lot bigger. But overall, it's still a crazy topic to think about over three million dollars worth of cannabis being sold on the black market. And in my personal opinion, if you were in the NFL for five years, why would you even risk doing something that wouldn't just be the safer route or the easier route? Like you have the money to do it. But again, we're going to be able to talk about this topic come on another podcast because you know this is not going to be the end. Going into our last segment today, we have week one for the NFL, September 9th. That first week, we have over 16 games, and all 16, one of those games can be purchased by play of the day, one week, one month, half season, or full season. And no matter what subscription you decide to do, we do it all from spreads, money lines, player probs, over-unders, you name it, we play it. Our numbers don't lie. We are blessed to see the NFL is about to start again and make our money up. All these subscriptions are always going to be available, even in the middle of the season. We always are going to have free picks. We need people to always want that. We want everyone to eat except the bookie. So if you have any questions on anything, feel free to message me on Instagram. And that's one of the best ways to get your money up with us, not your funny up. So remember, Twitter, I'm at Investments OPM. And Instagram, I'm at OPM underscore investments. I hope you had a good time listening. Stay tuned for the next one. Mm-hmm.